Welcome, everybody, to the ninth episode of the Ready Fight Podcast. Nine episodes in, we're going strong. Greg, how you doing? I'm all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? Yeah, well, I was going to say, we took a couple weeks off here. We took a couple weeks off. We're back stronger than ever. That's up for debate. But I got a special little surprise to start the show off here. Here we go. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's hot fire. <laughs> that's a sound you were that is you're talking about a couple weeks ago. I'm just super in love with that. And actually, I didn't tell you this. <clears throat> I have something to apologize to you for. You, I was wrong. I was oh. talking about in not non-factual things on this podcast. We had talked about uh, the Black Order yeah. and the Call Obsidian. Right. I was completely wrong. I was remembering things way wrong. Uh, I was calling him Super Beast, that big guy. Right. In Avengers, uh, part of the Black Order. Right. He is the Call Obsidian. Right. Is that what you were saying? Uh, I, he's got a couple different He is names, not called so. Super Beast. Super Beast is another right. part of the Black Order that actually wasn't in Avengers. Right. So, anyway... Go back and listen to myself. Uh, on so I'm one to know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I didn't say that. I just said I'm man enough to know when I made a mistake. And Perfect. I'm, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to the Ready this, Fight Podcast. The Ready Fight Podcast. Talk Yay. about video games, movies, TV, and more. I'm your host, Greg Martin. And I am your host, Nathaniel. Don't worry about my last name. Redacted. Redacted. Um... <laughs> So it's what's up? hard to pronounce. Nothing. Just got done playing Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that a little bit. My final thoughts on it. So before we get into anything, I saw uh, Bad Times at the El Royale last night. Oh, cool. Uh, my wife saw that. Yeah? You did see it? Nope. She went with work people. It was a work... <laughs> you did get a ticket to just sit in the back of the theater? I didn't. No, no. <laughs> I, no, I... Passed on it what time. did she say about it? Uh, she said she thought it was cool. She said she didn't think... Um, she said it wasn't what she thought it was right. going to be. And I said, what did you think it was going to be? Um, and I I don't know. I She said that I think I think she thought it would be like a more cohesive storyline. It seems it was, like uh, there's a lot, of, yeah, a lot of different little parts to it. So, right. But it looks awesome. Um, I want to see it. So. Right. What yeah, did you think? It, it jumps around. Episodic, it, it shows like... You know, this is this person's story. This is this person's story. Then right. it all comes <clears throat> together in the end. I thought it was good. Um, it way too long. They could have cut okay. a lot of stuff out. She did say, yeah, she did say that. She said it was really long. Um, it it was good. They had a good idea. I just think they kind of got lost of where they wanted to go with it. Mm -hmm. But that's my only only complaint. Right, and <clears throat> this is an ongoing complaint i'm realizing more and more i don't know it's because i'm getting older but people in the fucking theater need to shut the fuck up and stop like texting and looking at their phone we're next to this these two old ladies and i don't know if this is like their first time that they've seen each other in a while or what was going on but they were gabbing it up laughing uh, this lady kept on like pulling up her phone and it was just distracting me and she'd just like scroll through her apps and then turn off her phone. She wasn't doing anything. She was just, I don't know. <laughs> such, such vitriol for the older senior citizen females. Well, it's just like, 
if you want to catch up with your friend, don't go to a fucking movie. The, this uh, this rhetoric you're spewing is not going to sit well with our <laughs> seventy plus demographic, right? <laughs> it, it's just I'm noticing more and more how <clears throat> like inconsiderate people are at the cinema, which I'm a big supporter of. I go to a movie. I try to go to a movie like once a week. You're a big con- you're a big proponent of being inconsiderate at the theater. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm just. All right, just well, bitching here, but if you if you're listening to this and you also have a problem with people at the cinema, let me know. I, I have friends who are like, I don't want to go to the movie theater because there's all these people and all they do is talk. And I was never really one to think about that. But as I'm going to more and more movies, yes, people cannot shut their mouths at the cinema. You kind of made it sound like where you were going with that. I thought you said if you have a problem with people being loud in the cinema let me know and like you're gonna snuff them out right (laughs) i could also do that you're going hitman on them Uh, (laughs) you should have like a bouncer in the theater like a cinema bouncer yeah shut up they can have walmart greeters they can have cinema bouncers right all right awesome so (laughs) move it along be be quiet in the theaters (laughs) folks um today we're going to talk a couple different things uh we got some news on Big surprise, and Nintendo 64 Classic possibly debuting. Right. Um, we're going to talk about that and what we'd like to see on there. Um, we're going to talk favorite video game weapons, which is something Greg has wanted to do for a while. So we're going to wax poetic on that. And then, Greg, you saw a big movie uh, not too long ago. What did you see? Saw Venom. Venom, a yep. very decisive film, apparently. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's, let's talk about the 64 Mini first. Yeah, so over, let's see, well, I don't know if it was the weekend, uh, in the last couple days, pictures have emerged, and they look like they are legit pictures. They were taken down very quickly, but of course, nothing stays hidden on the interwebs uh, of the Nintendo 64 Classic. Uh, Traditionally, if I'm remembering correctly, when the Nintendo and the Super NES got released, um, it was around this time. Uh, I think the Super Nintendo uh, was released already by this time last year. Um, I could be wrong on that, or at least it's I think so. pretty close, yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Um, I guess the rumors are that it could be launched in December. Um, this would be kind of... Uh, this news, of course, comes out on the heels of PlayStation's um, announcement for for the Mini... Uh, or for the PlayStation Classic. Right. Um, so, it would be appropriate that Nintendo would kind of want to uh, do battle with them. This is a big one, too. I mean, for me, when it comes to Nintendo consoles, this is my favorite. I don't know. I have the most fond memories of of playing games on here. I can't remember in the picture. Did it show four ports or two? Um, Four, it looks like. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it looks exactly how you'd expect. A little miniaturized version with um, just the same kind of ports that the the SNES and Nintendo have. Yeah. it's probably going to be awesome. What 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 would you like to see on there? What are your thoughts? My thought is one is are these just gimmicks or fads? Do you think that there's going to be a GameCube mini <clears throat> and then a PS2 mini and then a PS3 <clears throat> mini? Is this going to go away? Uh, no, I I think <laughs> you think I, that's going to travel through. I think everything is going to get miniaturized. They've already done the Sega countless times. Various companies have done that. I think they just re-released a yeah. I saw that. I saw something online where some company put that out there, and it's been getting good reviews. I mean, given the success of when the Nintendo uh, Classic came out, I mean, that was huge, right? People couldn't get that forever. They did a very poor job of um, anticipating demand. Um, How often do you play your Classic? 
Uh, the Nintendo Classic I bought specifically to beat Zelda 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat Zelda 1. I'm like halfway through 2. And I dabble with some of the other games here and there when I'm bored. I don't play the Super Nintendo as much as I wanted to. Um, but I think, actually, to be honest with you, I think that has to do with how I grew up. When I grew up, I had a Nintendo. I skipped the Super Nintendo because I wanted a Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um and I just don't have that many memories of the Super Nintendo. Right. Um, I wanted it because it was cool and there was like Metro, Super Metroid and stuff like that on there. Um, but I do have extremely fond memories. I would say, and maybe I'd have to think about this, but I mean, of course, the PlayStation is phenomenal. But like just hitting me in the in the nostalgia bone, the Nintendo 64 and the Dreamcast are probably... Two of my fondest. So you're all torqued up for this. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, who knows what kind of games there are, or what it's going to cost. Right. It depends if it, if they go the PlayStation route and they only announce five five games and say it's going to be 100, 120 bucks. Right. So I'm going to be a little less excited. But I will tell you, just given the options for like PlayStation Now and stuff, I would, uh, I would be much more apt to put money down on this. I'm excited. I mean, so many games, like, obviously, I have, you know, it speaks to it. Obviously, I know you wouldn't know anything about this, but Zelda. Because I've never had a Nintendo other than a Game Boy. <laughs> uh, Ocarina of Time um, was, you know, as heralded as sometimes maybe a lot of folks say, maybe the best game ever. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I think about that, and I think about how many times I've replayed that. Keeps and, you up at night. It keeps me up at night. Yep, but I think, like, honestly, I bought it for the 3DS. Um, I I played it so many times on Nintendo 64. There was a point, I think, in college where um, I got to play it again on 64. Like, I've just played that through. Once I start it, I never think about not finishing it. I'm just like, oh, right. well, I got to finish this. Um, then obviously, I have Majora's Mask, um, Mario Kart 64, uh, Super Mario 64. Maybe right. one of my favorite games of all time. I mean, I know there's. The other big hitters like Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, Goldeneye, Perfect Star Dark, Fox. Um, the weird ones. I can't. I was trying to think of this last night. What is the name? I think it's, it's Goku. This it's, it's it's a Nintendo staple because he's around before '64. But they uh, they had like blue hair, um, and it was just a cool game. Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball. I don't know. <laughs> that was super awesome on there. Um, I don't know. There's just a ton of Nintendo '64 games that were like. Rush. I mean, do you remember playing Rush? Like that was so yeah. the the racing game. I yep. mean, that stuff was so Blast Court. Uh, you know, right? Just so many crazy, just different um, pilot wings. <laughs> you know, like every there was so many just gems that you I just lost, and that came at the perfect time in my life. I think let's see, that was ninety. Uh, I want to say ninety six or ninety eight. I had nothing to do. You know, right. I was just going to school. Goku with blue hair? Yeah, I'll find it. Um, Chrono Trigger? No, no, no. It's a... Uh, oh, no, yeah. It was the same artist. Ah, uh, man. If I could just remember what the heck that game... Maybe it wasn't Goku. Um, it's a Nintendo... It's a, like almost, I don't know if it's necessarily a Nintendo property, but this guy is showing up on... Blue hair, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But it doesn't was, matter. It was a cool game, but um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> WrestleMania 2000, that was <laughs> you want you want to you want to get in your uh, yeah, your wrestling, wrestling yeah. bit here. Um, oh, I think I remember this. Hold on, 
Uh, I, I want to say it was Goman. Yes. Okay. Mystical Ninja. Mystical Ninja featuring Goman. That game, I spent hours playing that game. Um, well, this goes on and on, man. I'm, I'm very excited to see what comes out of this. I will spend $100 on this. Nothing more. But I will buy this. this so we out. open the podcast with the PlayStation, PS1, PS Classic, whatever you want to call it. Actually, PS1 was like the revamp. PlayStation Classic tone, and now you are jumping on the Nintendo bandwagon and saying you'll drop the $100 for this, but you're skeptic about the $100 for the PlayStation. If you go back and listen to last the uh, last podcast, I said if they include that sound, there is no amount oh, of Oh, the sound's going to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no amount of money? There's no amount of money I won't spend to just boot that up over and over again. Um, well, I mean, if... Yeah. Four ports. I mean, is it worth a hundred dollars for everybody out there to relive uh, Mario Kart, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark with your friends? I mean, you got to think. Uh, Nintendo uh, GoldenEye just alone. I mean, how many hours? You know, did you spend? Yeah, I'm just going through this list. Here, I always so. GoldenEye was always a pain in the ass. Uh, my friend had a 64 and would bring it over to my house. Um, and we played Perfect Dark nonstop for mm-hmm. like days on end. It seemed like so that that's. Do you remember that? What was that lady's name? In Perfect Dark, do you remember that? I don't remember her name. The main character. It escapes me. Yeah, Dark. <laughs> oh, jo- Joanna Dark. Joanna Dark. Yeah. I'm gonna say I don't know if that's Joanna right. Dark. It's just, it's just in my head. Listen to this list of, of games. We meant we've named Macy a lot of these already. Dark. Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, GoldenEye, Legend of Zelda, Star Fox, Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, a game that I love that I just, I couldn't care less about Pokemon, and then I threw that in there and I, I was loving it. Donkey Kong 64, that was cool. Majora's Mask, Wave Race 64, a classic. Paper Mario, um, never played it, but I know people that have nothing but great things to say about that. Perfect Dark, F-Zero X, Diddy Kong Racing was a lot of fun. Um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, 1080 Snowboarding, one I forgot, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Oh, yeah. Put a ton of time into that. Yeah. Um, of course, Smash Bros, Mario Party 2. Oh, and duh, I can't believe I forgot these. The list goes on and on. We already said Pilot Wings. Um, and Blast Corp is on here. Um, Shadows of the Empire mm-hmm. played a shitload of that. Right. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of games I forget about. Bomberman 64. A ton. Bomberman is like oh, yeah. my favorite party game of all time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But one that I can't believe that I forgot because we're talking about it in favorite weapons, Tirok. Right. Tirok was, that just blew my mind. Like, so many games just missed Wasn't Tirok multi platform, though? Uh, not that one, I don't think. I could be wrong, but, well, let me take a look. I thought I played Tarak on PlayStation. Uh, for the Nintendo 64 console, and, well, I mean, I know the later games definitely were. Um, right. But even on the box right here, it says only for Nintendo 64. Huh. <clears throat> I thought even the second one was only for 64. My memory isn't what it used to be. That's all right. Uh, next week, you can start off the show by saying you got some things <laughs> wrong here. Welcome to the first episode <laughs> of the Ready Fight Podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just put those games on there. It, it, I look at it like if I bought the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo, I'm going to buy the the 64 and i would rather have they port these games into the new console so i don't have to buy another system 
I don't disagree with you there, and who knows, maybe they will. You know, Nintendo's online strategy has always been a little strange. Um, Would so- you rather have this come to the Switch? Like these games? Normally, I think I'd say yes, but that's it's tough because any Nintendo 64 game, that controller was so... Shit? Uh, I don't know. That Come on. That was, I, I, all right. Everybody's entitled to an opinion, but that was the worst controller I've ever held in my hands. Ooh, even worse than the Duke, Microsoft's big, huge one. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of contention to that. It was strange, right? But it worked for those games, and I don't know, like, playing Goldeneye and T-Rock, I don't know how that translates that well to the Switch. Would it be cool to just load it up and play it, you know, go to bed at night and take the handheld with me and play it on that sure um or you know if you're flying or whatever traveling to play those games of course of course that would be cooler than having it you know linked up to your tv all the time but um i don't know for me i'm nintendo did this first i knew this was coming the the wii u is going to come right the gamecube classic is going to come those are i would bet the farm on it and out of all of those i'm certainly the most excited uh for this but i will say it's going to be kind of weird well maybe not that weird but what if they do a wii classic right like are you just going to get four right like that's the last thing i need is four more of those i probably right. still have four of those sitting around <laughs> maybe so. they'll still work yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, they want to make more money <clears throat> what do you th- any th- final th- or any thoughts once on again that i mean i was a sega kid mm-hmm. growing up so i really have no deep-seated uh feelings for any of this other than perfect dark all right well um you can almost guarantee that that's going to be out there. right um which uh one of the perfect dark weapons is on my list so i would love to play i haven't played super mario 64 from front to back in a long time would love to do that um <clears throat> honestly even though it is one of my favorite games of all time uh zelda it would be weird because that's a game you have to have on there right ocarina of time but I feel like if I want to play that now, I'll just play it on my 3DS because it's like a, a just a better version of it. It's right. more enhanced. Well, that's that brings me back to the point. Would you rather have this or it, it seems like uh, a better selling point for somebody to get a Switch or if people are still holding out on the PS4, stuff like that. If they're like reporting these games to these systems. Now. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. They get $100 off of uh, 64 how much are they getting off of a Switch if they're like, hey, this has Perfect Dark, this has Mario 64, the Mar- uh, Mario Kart 64, uh, GoldenEye, all these games, Ocarina of Time, stuff like that on this system now. Would you, if you didn't own a Switch now, would you go buy a Switch knowing all that was coming? Yeah, that's fair to 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 ask. But what if what if those games? What if the same, let's say, twenty games that you get on this Nintendo Classic, right, are ten bucks a piece on the switch and you want to play them all yes that makes makes sense (laughs) um and also who's to say you know actually i retract my zelda statement there i'm imagining if they do put ocarina of time on there they're going to do the enhanced version or whatever so it remains to be seen uh what you know i'm assuming these games will have you know more uh modern graphics or whatever right the little upscalings that they do 
Uh, but we'll see. I, <clears throat> again, I just, uh, when it comes to like that and Dreamcast, those right. are probably just the consoles that I have the most fondest memories right. of. I'm, I really love both of them. Or a so. nostalgic race and people want that, that old-timey stuff. Yeah, it's just cool to have around, you know? Right. But I will give you that, you know, I'm running out of, I don't have any more ports on my TV for HDMI. <laughs> uh, right. S- a spaces for the... Right. Uh, for for these things, so. you have to get a new TV. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to get a new TV if I can ever finish the downstairs, and we'll get a big TV down there and play some 64. But there you go. Uh, set up a podcast studio. Set up a podcast studio. Yep, perfect. Yep. We're gonna get on that. So yeah, I'm excited for it. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm a little bit more excited for this than the PlayStation Classic, even though I love PlayStation. But we'll uh, see. We'll see. Do you think it comes out this year? Well, if they if PS Classic is coming out in december and they want to you know up their sales for the holiday then yeah i think this is smart i, mean, I don't understand why they they probably would have announced it by now though i mean it's I october know. yeah i don't know i think it's maybe they didn't have plans to release it like at the end of the year like they have been and then the sony thing kind of escalated things right it's smart this is i think and i could be wrong and again the nintendo doesn't get any bigger than that super nintendo is huge um, maybe it's just my age or whatever the time that came around, but I think this is the, this will be their best mini console. Right. And if they do it the start of December, it's, it's going to be a mega hot toy, right? Like right. that'll be, um, p- people will be standing in lines for that. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm excited for all things Nintendo 64 classic. And if we have any more news on it, uh, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Right out. What do we got next? Uh, movie TV news. Movie TV um, news. Just to run TV. <laughs> you help? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. uh, I'm funny. You, you're fucking hilarious. Uh, so I have the Scorsese Joker movie, even though it's not a Scorsese yeah. film. Uh, the Spielberg Joker movie. Yeah, I thought it was starting out. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We had this discussion before the podcast started. Uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. There you go. Pretty sure uh, he's in it. Yeah, he's definitely in it. <laughs> um, just to start off, I don't give a shit about this movie. I'm going to see it, but... That's crazy. I, I'm so Why sick not? of Joker. Like We, we talked about this um, kind of in the last episode, how X-Men is constantly doing the sure. Phoenix Saga. I feel like... DC is constantly trying to be like, uh, shove the Joker at you. Like they have no other claim to fame. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> on set, it was shown that there's a Batmobile. So that leads you to believe that the Batman or there might be a Batman appearance in this Joker film. Um, Joker is a Batman villain? No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> Please don't stop listening. Uh, that, was, that was a joke. <laughs> Well, what do you feel about this movie? Um, So it's interesting you talk about how we had talked about the Dark Phoenix. Um, I have, I'm a big X-Men fan, as you know. Mm -hmm. I have little interest in, I wouldn't say little interest, but I'm not that interested in Dark Phoenix because it's been done before, like Joker has. Right. But I think where I don't draw parallels there is that with Marvel, there is better stuff and i know that's not technically a marvel studios movie but it is it's the x-men it's, it's a marvel comic i have much better stuff to watch in marvel right like right. I'm, I'm way less concerned excuse me way less concerned about seeing an x-men movie that's already been made right 
I'll go see it. Right. But I don't really care about it. I do care about this because what in DC am I watching that looks as, good. as interesting as this? Right. I mean, sure, the Aquaman trailers are starting to get cool, whatever. Um, the We talked about the Shazam trailer. That looks like a, it could be pretty all right. We have a post-Zedopedia on that Aquaman thing. <laughs> I see, the new trailer, I think the new trailers look cool. Um, but any, you know what I'm getting at, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like for DC, um, the suic- even the Suicide Squad stuff, which we might talk about in a little bit here, um, I thought that the first one was fine, but I maybe it's because I don't read Suicide Squad. Again, I read mostly Marvel, but I, I don't. I've read some Suicide Squad, and I, right. I would love if somebody chimed in and said, "Hey, I'm a huge Suicide Squad fan. This movie was exactly what I wanted." I, I've never really heard that from. <laughs> I don't think it was anything that anybody wanted. It was fine in the sense of it was something else, right? Uh, but I mean, I watched that movie probably I think three times now. And it gets worse the more times I watch mm-hmm. it compared to better, which doesn't bode well for a film. Yeah, so my... Do you want to silence that? Yeah. He's... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Do what you want. No, that's right. So I, my point is, like, I think DC has a bright future with, with what I've seen with their movies. I'm, I, it, it, I'm not a hater on their movies. Like, right. I want them to do well. But this is... It looks out of continuity. I I, is this incontinuity? They're they're pretty tight lipped. They're playing it close to the vest on this. DC's where continuity is so messed up. Like it's like Fox's continuity. And now the rumors of them getting rid of Cavill. You know who knows? Like right. I'm done worrying. Again, I care more about. I'm just. It just happened the way that I read more Marvel right. comics, and that's been a perfect way to do continuity. They're killing it on that. But I don't really care. It would bother me if DC was like doing really well with their movies and had a timeline set that made a lot of sense, and then all of a sudden there's this weird Joker movie that's out of place. Right. But you know, there's the Christian Bale Batman movies that Joker was awesome, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, which I mean, a counterpoint to my what I'm thinking now is at the time the Heath Ledger casting. You know, there's social outcry, like why is this person going to be Joker? Right, and it was the best Joker performance yet. Unless people think that Jack Nicholson's Joker was no, I, I agree. I, I mean, I've we've heard both sides of the arguments, right? I mean, right. people think, and I I get both sides. Like that, they're both excellent Jokers, right. right? They're they're both good for what they were. Um, but I think maybe this will totally suck. I don't know, but at least it's piqued my interest. I, I'm more interested in this movie than any DC movie that's coming out. It's it's better to see an uh, actor like Joaquin Phoenix take this role yeah. than Jared Leto who I hate right. take that role. I don't I don't even like I was all for Jared Leto's take on the Joker until I saw the first pictures of him as Joker. Right. And, and then, then I, you I heard... tried to be like, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> judge off that. It's cool that he's got metal teeth and like whatever. I'm not, I don't care about that. I'm just gonna I'm sure he'll just deliver a bang bang performance. Which, and it was really stupid, right? So Which that it's gonna Allude to what I'm talking about in Venom, but Jared Leto uh, said all that stuff about, oh, they cut so much of the Joker performance out of that movie. You didn't get to see that character, Mm -hmm. you know, fully, uh, fully, like, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Uh, (laughs) I don't know either. I'm not sure. Uh, Fully nude. Yeah. (laughs) Weirdo. Uh, No, you, you don't see that character, like. Uh, to its full potential like they cut out so much of his joker performance that it was just you know bits and pieces of this 
I don't know what you call it, performance. Um, and I don't know, would it have been a better movie if you saw him do more of the Joker stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I think that's the best way I can sum it up. I'm there. I'm excited to see a lot of the new DC movies. None more so than this. I, at least I would just want to see what it's about and what it is. Right. With the talent behind it, it seems like it's going to be cool. His Joker looks interesting. If you see the pictures online, check it out. Um, Classic clown. Yeah, it looks just more it's weird. But I, you know, we'll see. I, that doesn't bother me. Right. But that, you know, that, that could just all be for. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, nothing. you would think at the you would think maybe at the end of this movie or something that he's gonna get a little bit closer to to what he normally looks like. Maybe not. I don't really care. It just looks interesting. I I want to see it. And um, do you think Batman's gonna be in it? I would think in some way. What do you think point. Batman's gonna be? I don't know. <laughs> maybe is this gonna be a jumping off point to them rebooting their universe? I see. I don't understand where this fits in the timeline. Is this like? A whole new Fifty Two thing. I I just I'm just confused by what Warner Brothers is doing. Well, that's a weird thing, and by no means am I a historian on on Joker. But I is this the three Joker? I mean, plot line of the comic books. I don't, I don't even know where that's at right now. But I do know I remember reading. Uh, oh God, what this was just like a year or two ago. Um, Scott Snyder was uh, doing the Batman comics. Zack Snyder's brother. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> But uh, Scott Snyder is a phenomenal uh, comic book writer and handles, I think he's doing Justice League right now for DC, but right. um, <clears throat> uh, he did American Vampire, um, the Batman comics, and then now Justice League. I'm sure he's done some other stuff. I just don't know. But anyway, um, if I remember correctly, the he kind of explained Joker's origin a little bit is that like he has always just been around throughout time. And there was, I think, I know so little so i'm probably doing this a huge disservice to, to batman history but um like it was something i thought it was something to do with the same like kind of liquid or whatever that's in raz al ghul's pit or something that was keeping joker alive throughout throughout history because if i remember mm-hmm. like pages in this comic where joker was around in the wild west days you know and he was always this this particular joker that is in the batman comics has just been always terrorizing gotham throughout you know what i mean right like just in maybe a smaller scope in the past um, I could be wrong about all that, but I remember I remember that storyline on those pages. So, um, I mean, the t- again, I just I could care less about the continuity of this film uh, in the timeline of DC because there to me there is no everything is so there is indiv- no structure right. There's no right. structure to anything. It's it seems so. I know they're trying to get it right, you know, but obviously with Justice League and and Batfleck and all that stuff connecting, but now with Superman out there, who you know, it, it just it all. If Henry Cavill is indeed out out of it, you know, like right. where are they going to go from there? So it all remains to be seen. Uh, but again, the timeline continuity of it, I don't, I don't, doesn't bother me. I want to see it. It looks cool. Joaquin Phoenix is a hell of an actor. Um, so I'll go check it out. Nice. You're going to check it out too. Well, I, I, like I've said we, before, we I, see, I see everything, um, and then I mm-hmm. complain about it. Let us know what you think, Greg. Where can they do that on the uh, interwebs? Anywhere you want. <laughs> yes. Give me a call. Go to the Taco John's Twitter uh, uh, yeah, page. Like, I mean, you, you do what you want, but we can be reached at the uh, Ready Fight Podcast <laughs> Gmail or Ready Fight Pod page on Facebook or Ready Fight Pod on Twitter. Uh, Avengers Four, I think, wrapped up, and Russo Brothers leaked. Uh, well, they didn't leak it; they just did a cryptic image like they usually do 
It's uh did you see this? Uh I don't know if I did. What is the image? I saw it's Chris uh, Evans's good goodbye right. image or whatever. Um it was like uh, something blue that's radiating light on a black background. Hmm. Uh people are like it's nothing. Some people are like, oh it's uh the top uh, like <clears throat> lights of a cop car because it links to an image in a Marvel comic where Thanos is getting arrested. Hmm. Um, so there's just a lot of speculation bouncing around out there about what that image could be, whether it's anything or it's absolutely nothing because they notorious do stuff like this where an image could be everything and an image could be nothing. I have some personal thoughts that I haven't seen anywhere. I just saw this is breaking news, but it might not be true. Um, did you know that just like a couple hours ago, apparently a either real or fake Avengers trailer was leaked? It's fake. Oh, it is fake. Yeah, oh, I watched sorry. it before I came here. Oh, was, and it wasn't that cool. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, whatever. Um, should get the trailer though. I'm assuming next. I'm sorry. Month. Was that what you were just talking about with the? the no, complex? there there is just a. They posted an <clears> image <throat> on Twitter. I, I thought you said an image. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to try to find it? No, I was I'll looking. Just I was just. Talking. I was looking for. Uh, because the the rumor is that it's I I can't remember what article I read or why this why this is but Avengers Annihilation yeah is apparently what people are the the hot Vegas bet for the name of the the movie is going to be so right um but yeah this all this apparently this trailer has Annihilation on it too yeah it's fake I watched it before okay. I came here okay uh regardless um just two quick thoughts uh it might be people are saying oh it's uh. Adam Warlock's tomb, it looks nothing like that Adam Warlock's tomb and Guardians of the Galaxy, so I highly doubt that it's that. Um, I don't know about the cop car uh, theory. Um, my theories are it could be possibly a crystal um, because there's two major crystals and uh, one would be the Mkron crystal, which... Juggernauts. Isn't that Juggernaut? Doesn't no. His power? Or no, that's the... Yeah, yeah. that's uh, one of the... Sidorak or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about that too if you want. Um, <laughs> so the Abcrog Crystal is what uh, the original uh, entity of the Cosmic Universe, uh, known as the Dweller of Darkness, shattered. And that's what created the multiverse. Okay. So if it's the Enchrom Crystal, this could reset the universe. If it gets broken, uh, it would cause a universe to collapse and restart. Or two, uh, because of Captain Marvel, uh, the Kree possess something called the Crystal of Ultimate Vision, uh, which mm-hmm. the user can use and either move things forward or reset things as well, basically. Um, it, it was in the Kree storyline. Uh, I'm just reading about all this Emkron crystal stuff here. The supreme intelligence <clears> is the <throat> like the Kree's like ruler or uh, leader, and that's right. I knew the Emkron crystal sound. That's all the yeah. that's all the um, the Shi'ar had the Emkron, Shi'ar Empire Emkron stuff. Crystal yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So the, that <clears> I mean, could it be that? I don't know. It's fun to think about. Probably not. It's probably something that doesn't have to do with anything. <laughs> But those are my thoughts. Uh, yeah, well, we'll have to see. When is if that? it happens, I said it here. You said it first. <laughs> um, that'll be 
That'll be huge news for the podcast. Yep. <laughs> Skyrocket. <laughs> yeah. uh, cool. April. 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 All right. Well. If they move it up. Right now it's slated for May, I think, but they were slated for May last year and they oh, bumped are you it calling, up. Are you calling year. them moving it up too? That'd be something if it'd be called Emicron Crystal stuff and the moving up of the movie. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if they have a reason to bump it up this year. I'm trying to think. There was something on my mind about uh avengers and the story they were going to tell and i just because it's crazy to think that captain marvel comes out and then a month later avengers that's a lot of movie i know what i was gonna say um yeah so it so you're saying that maybe if this was mcron crystal stuff it would just like reboot the universe maybe right which can't totally happen because a lot of well some of the characters obviously we know are coming back right um, but they do because it, it was, I believe, the sixth iteration of the Marvel Universe. The Dweller of Darkness was like lonely, so he <laughs> broke the Emcron Crystal, and that's where Galactus comes in. Galen from the planet Ta, and he joined with. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it does matter because that's how they could like port in Fantastic Four and Galactus and stuff like that. Um, cause he broke that in Crown Crystal, uh, the universe started like reverting back into itself. Uh, Galen, uh, united with Eternity and that's how he became Galactus in the next universe, um, which would, I believe the current universe of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And like the sixth iteration had like the X-Men, the Fantastic uh-huh. Four, Avengers, all those people. And this just essentially reset it and started the multiverse. You just made like a 20 hour movie. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, it reminds all this stuff you're talking about reminds me of uh, in the 90s when the X Men faced Onslaught. I don't right. remember yep. anything about that. So, Onslaught was the uh, culmination of when Xavier attacked Magneto, uh, Magneto um, after he had pulled out Wolverine's adamantium on, I think, X Men 25. Xavier just kind of lost it in that moment and just went all rage, berserker rage on Magneto. And I forget how Onslaught forms, but it's some sort of psionic, uh, like, uh, amalgam of Magneto's psyche Mm -hmm. and Professor X's psyche. Right. And when Onslaught came out, I thought that was so cool. It probably, I don't know what comic critics said, they probably thought it was stupid or something, but like Onslaught was so awesome to me at the time. Um, and he just laid waste to the entire Marvel universe. And if I remember correctly, at the end of the Onslaught saga, it took somehow the Fantastic Four. I forget the kid's name. Is it um, Franklin? Uh, Franklin Richards. Yeah, is the child. Yeah, uh, uh, him and I think v- Valeria Richards, or is mm-hmm. it is it Valeria or Va- yeah, Sound like Valeria? That. Yeah, <clears throat> I thought they were the keys to it or something. Anyway, somehow they set up some sort of like, if I remember, I'm just like, I can see the page clear as day, but like they set up some sort of uh, energy field or something where all these, uh, all these heroes have to walk into this and like by basically committing suicide or whatever, by doing whatever, they don't know what's going to happen to them. It, it pretty much kills off onslaught right but it leaves that universe i think with only like the fantastic four were like the only ones there and thus marvel did like a kind of a relaunch called heroes i think it was heroes reborn and like it was new looks like it was a pocket universe right there's a lot of pocket pocket dimensions or pocket universes and i mean we've already seen that with like dr strange he went into that 
dimension with Dormammu, who mm-hmm. was yeah. one of the original uh, gods of Earth. And then they all started like consuming each other and became demons like that, Sidorak, Watum, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I mean, they already, they already like laid all this groundwork in all these movies for, you know, these things to happen. Right. And like, M. Craig Crystal with the acquisition of X-Men could bring in because the, the Shi'ar, I believe, are the, the keepers that Encarnate Crystal at this point. Sure. So I, we'll have to see. I mean, that's a lot of condensing you're talking about. So, I mean, and I, frankly, the last thing I'll say on Should this we start is a like, separate podcast yeah, and just and talk just, about this? Yeah, space, uh, comic space stuff. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of... I'm not sure that's going to fly. We already know that some right. time travel is going to be involved. Right. Uh, Iron Man is like old. Apparently, there's been set photos He's got great of that. Hair, yeah. So I think that's enough to like. That's enough for the audience to take. Right. People like this because I think it's the, easy to follow. Part of the reason I think these Easier. Marvel movies do so well yeah. is they don't get too complex. Right? right. They never take themselves too seriously. If you start bringing that stuff in, you got to dumb it down. Bring for, that stuff in. Make it crazy. I yeah. want it. <laughs> yeah. Make it a ten-hour movie. Yeah. Um, all right, so anyway, let's continue movies here. All right. You saw Venom. Let's hold on. Okay, I was wrong. I just thought about it. It wasn't the Dweller of Darkness who got sad and shattered the M. Crying Crystal. He did do that. I can't remember what the reason was, but it was Nemesis who got sad and killed himself, and that's how the Infinity Stones were made from him. There you go. I'm glad you fixed that before we got and all kinds of hate mail. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, we had a uh, listener mail about somebody who asked a question about how Thanos knew that the Guardians of the Galaxy were going to go to nowhere. Yes. Um, which <laughs> I have a continuity error with that to uh, the place of nowhere being in a Celestial's head and it being an actual thing because the Celestials were pretty much pure energy in like a suit. So that didn't really make sense to me <laughs> now that I think about it. But because Thanos, I believe at that point, had the Space Stone... Because he got that from Loki at the beginning of mm-hmm. Avengers. The Space Stone allows the user to be in all places at all times. I just don't. I went, When I watched it again, I don't think. I think he was there. No, that's was, the reason why. I just said it. Well, I think you're probably not <laughs> wrong about that. But I don't think he. I'm not necessarily sure he even knew that they were going to be there. He was right. there to get the stone, the reality stone from the collector, right? And he could be or in all places the at all times. power stone or whatever. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I don't. I just think he was there because he was there getting right. the stones. So, all right, Venom, <laughs> Venom. Uh, I have not seen it. You have. I'll try to do mostly spoiler free. I'm cool if you. Spoil. I mean, it's been out for two weeks already. Yeah, spoil away. I'm gonna spoil um, it, but I don't really care. I mean, it it was definitely a step in the right direction for Fox. Um, they, they learned from some of their mistakes. It was more of a fun, uh, campy style movie. Um, lots of jokes, but. Still, it was just a mess. Uh, it to me, it suffered from what I like to call Transformers syndrome, where Uh-oh. all the special effects are uh, too fast and, at, for the most point, too zoomed in, where it's you just lose track. You mm-hmm. don't really see what's <laughs> going on. It just looks like a big CGI mess in front of you. Uh, there was a really cool scene where uh, Eddie Brock. Um, is about to be taken down by like a, a SWAT team and he turns into Venom and you're like, all right, here we go. And then it was just like flashes of him, like, cause it was like a, like a video feed okay. um, 
scene where you just saw like various cameras oh, okay and you just see venom fly across the screen and grab somebody it's like they kind of miss a good opportunity there to yeah, show they, some awesome action yeah they they kind of copped out on that and just did something easy right. the interactions between venom and uh tom hardy uh are probably the best parts either though is it too heavy on the humor uh i feel like the humor's really dumbed down like there's yeah. like venom's like i i'm a like i'm a loser that's why i'm i want to stay here on earth with you oh, like amongst okay. the symbiotes like i'm not popular all right and like he calls some guy a turd uh right. stuff like that it's just dumb childish humor right, right okay. um any <clears throat> the movie in my opinion suffered greatly from not being rated r um, like every time you bite somebody's head off, you don't really see it. Yeah. You just see like a, a zoom in of like the mouth and then does he eat the heads? It, I think so. Because then like, there's a part where it shows like, uh, Venom peels back the symbiote head and then it shows, uh, Tom Hardy, like chewing, like he's forced to eat the head. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> there's cannibal Tom yeah, Hardy. Yeah. It's like I said, it was, it's better than what they've done with Spider-Man. For the most part, but still yeah. lackluster. Uh, I wasn't happy with it. Venom look cool though. No, no, he looks cool and all, all the. He's all veiny. It's weird. Well, he's a big, strong Venom, right? But they don't need to put veins in him. <laughs> um, the symbiotes, I don't understand. There's a hierarchy. I don't remember from my readings in the comics if like Riot is in charge. But for some reason, Riot, the symbiote, is like the leader, and Venom's afraid of him. I mean, I'm looking at some pictures of Venom, and he's got some veins in him. Maybe not as veiny as he looks in the movie, but... No, it's probably veinier in the movie. But uh, there's this point where he Venom's talking to uh, Eddie Brock or Tom Hardy, and he's like, oh, he's got an arsenal of weapons. Don't they all have the same abilities? Aren't they all the same symbiote? No, I definitely don't think they are. They do different things? I believe so. Um, we'll have to cover that uh, in a future I guess future so. episode, but I don't think they do. I mean, there's a ton of different symbiotes right. that, uh, in the Marvel Universe, so I guess... Uh, yeah, okay, well, going into it, uh, it the origin part it, it carries on way too long. Um, Is there any Spider-Man references? Not that I remember. Not that I remember. The audience score... So on Rotten Tomatoes, the thermometer is at 31%. They're right. So the critics don't like it that much. The average rating is 4.5 out of 10. Uh, that's out of 252 reviews. Fresh are 77. Rotten, 175. What do you think the audience score is? 62. <clears throat> higher. It's higher than that? Yeah. Well, going. they're wrong because <laughs> it should be lower than that. 72. Keep going. Higher? Higher than 80? That. Keep going. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding you. Dude, you're lying to me. Let me real life. No, keep what guessing. is it? Keep 90? Guessing. Lower than 90. 87. Higher than 87. 88. That is correct. Shut up. What is that game on the prices, right? Oh, my High God. <laughs> so, I've... Why? Um, this is a very divisive movie. It seems like it's one of those where the critics think it's stupid. Um, it seems to satiate the audience's need that's going to see it. Um... I know that a lot of, well, 
I guess for the majority of the people that I talked to that have seen it, with the exception of you, they thought it was serviceable to really liking it. So this shatters <clears throat> everything I think about Rotten Tomatoes now. <laughs> I have, uh, well, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics say it's it's right for the good. audience score. So you shouldn't take okay, that out on Rotten he, Tomatoes. He's about to marry Michelle <laughs> Williams' character. They've been together. He doesn't really say how long, and then he's like, "I'm going to do this story," and she's like, "Don't do it," and he does it. And then she's like, we're done. And then he goes into this free fall. Um, there actually is a reference to Spider-Man now that I think of it. Uh, I can't remember J. Jonah Jameson's astronaut son. Oh. Um, he's referenced. He's referenced. Because of the okay. space shuttle crash. <clears throat> okay. Um, and, right? well, and I hear that there's a special end credit scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which sounds cool. Right. Uh, I'll get to that. I'll try to speed through this because we're still taking up a lot of time. Let's here. not spoil the end credit scene. Oh, I, just... I won't. Okay. Um, well, there's two spoil end credit scenes. I'm gonna spoil one of them because it's fucking horrible. Okay. Uh, girlfriend breaks up with him. He uh, all in order from his John Ralphio sister from uh, Parks and Rec. I can't remember the actress's name. She works for Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed for some reason suffers from like rich guy madness where you don't understand why he's doing what he's doing. He's like, we got to cure cancer. We got to get this symbio thing out to market. We got to like experiment on humans. And everybody's like, dude, settle down. He's like, no, we can't. For whatever reason, he's like a trillionaire. But yet, you know, this is this is what foils him. Are you talking about Aubrey Plaza? No. Rashida Jones? No. Retta? No. Uh, I'm just looking at the cast of Parks and Rec. No. It, John Ralph, have you ever watched Parks and Rec? No, I actually no. haven't. There's a character named John Ralph. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Like, why is uh, he, like, he just goes mad and, you know, is a villain for no reason. Um, Tom Hardy gets Venom and there's all every, he's just running amok in the city doing crazy shit right. and everybody's like recording this <laughs> and then he has no problems because at the end of the movie he goes back to being a reporter and everybody's like isn't i would be like isn't he venom we saw that on like live tv right. that he turned into venom <laughs> that's never addressed uh there's a huge like i said messy battle at the end where it's just close up of like black goo fighting each other and mm-hmm. you're like i don't understand what's happening it's a very anticlimactic ending uh, Rizamed just blows up. Um, there's a point where there's a whole, like... So it, is Riz, Rizamed is his name? Is he Riot? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't remember what... Uh, he's the leader of the Life Foundation. It, it, the whole movie doesn't matter. That's why I keep insane. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, this movie, that's the tagline. There's Venom. A, a really big point of the movie is that the symbiotes only work with certain people or certain animals because they keep on trying to fuse them with animals first sure. and they would work and then they don't work. Um, and then it's like, oh, they eat the humans that they're like assimilated to. But like, it, it's not really made clear is why Venom works with Tom Hardy. Sure. It's like he just likes him. So that's why, and then he's like, it is killing him, but then he decides to stop. All right. Uh, that whole thing doesn't make sense. But they keep on shoving it at you that, oh, it has to be a perfect match of the symbiote and the human. But then he, Tom Hardy, gets Venom taken out of him. And then Venom gets put in this dog, works fine. And then the dog goes to Michelle Williams, and then Michelle Williams becomes Venom. Mm-hmm. And she stays alive somehow and then gives it back to Tom Hardy. <laughs> well, maybe that's just a symbiote that bonds. But it's just like, <clears throat> they're just like, 
on the whiteboard in the boardroom when they were like making this film. They're like, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. Everybody's like, how does anything, any of these things connect? What is a better film? Venom? Bad Times at El Royale. Go see that if you want to see a movie. Don't see Venom. <laughs> see Venom if, when it comes out on Netflix in like three, four months. Venom or Justice League? Justice League. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I'm just gonna because go see Justice League has more of a, a cohesive storyline. And that's something to say because Justice League storyline is horrible. Well, yeah, the story, there's just nothing there for Justice And then the end scene of Venom is Woody Harrelson in a carrot top wig in a, in a uh, prison. He wants to talk to Eddie Brock, and he's like, there's going to be carnage. And it's like the most ham-fisted setup for a sequel that you've ever seen. Yeah, you got you to expect that was coming. Just have him be bald. I mean, if, when you see this, you, like, I chuckled because I'm like, that's I don't the think, worst looking wig I've ever seen. I don't think Cletus Cassidy is bald, though. He's not. But he should be compared to... It's like they went to Halloween Express, <laughs> bought a red curly <laughs> wig, and put it on Woody Harrelson. Well, I'm excited. Either way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see Venom. I'm going to... Hey, why haven't you seen it yet? If you're that excited, you would have seen it already. Well, no, I was listening. I was, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to go see I Venom. And now I told you everything that happens. But I am excited to see this, uh, to see Carnage. I mean, everyone's going to be excited to see that, right? So... Right. They made enough money. It's doing well. I think it was number I one again. I don't know why. <laughs> I thought there was a pretty cool post credit scene. We'll save that one. Yeah. Um, Actually, it, it it's not really... I don't know how to explain this. It's, <laughs> I'm just not going to. Right. It has nothing to do with the Venom. Well, go see it. Let us know what you or think. Or maybe it does. I'm going to see it. Know. I'll let you know what I think on the next podcast. Um, so, out of... Ten rock bottoms. How many rock bottoms do you give Venom? Two. Two rock bottoms. Uh, I'll give it a... Th- For those that don't know, rock bottoms are the podcast equivalent that to stars. started the stars. first episode. Yes. Okay, out of ten stars... <laughs> no rock bottoms. Uh, out of ten rock bottoms, <laughs> yeah. I will give it four people's elbows. Four people's elbows. <laughs> okay. Well, that's something. I, right. I, I, give it a, I give it a four Which, out of ten. That holds in line with what the critics are saying on Rotten Yeah, Tomatoes. I give it a four out of ten. All it's right. fine. It's it's serviceable, but it's not good. Not buying it when it comes out on DVD. No. Blu-ray. Look at, look, I w- I look will, at Grandpa over here talking about DVDs. I will watch it again just to make a, a better decision about it. But no, from what I what I experienced, no. I, I do not like it. Plop down on your Davenport and watch a DVD, boy. <laughs> DVDs, remember? DVDs, remember? <laughs> Watch one of them talkies on that silent box there. Right. <laughs> Don't know. But Tom Hardy's performance is good. All right. I like yeah, Michelle I mean, Williams phoned it in. Uh, Riz Ahmed didn't really get to uh, stretch out his acting abilities. Like I said, he his character sucked. Um, but that's not his fault. Right. It was the writing's fault. Well, I will go see it. Like I said, if you guys see it, let us know what you think on the social media webs. Um it looks exciting to me, but we'll see. You're Greg, wrong. Greg is hating. All right. Uh, there's our other news, but we'll probably just say that for next time. Video um, game weapons. Video game. Our top five favorite video game weapons. Do, do, do. You want to go back and forth? You want to just do yours? I'll do mine. How do you want to do this? Um. Yeah. Why don't you just go with yours and then... I'll you want to compare? <laughs> <laughs> compare sizes. 
I don't. We don't have any of the same weapons. Okay, good. Um, you want to go lowest to highest? I don't really. I didn't really rank them. I just, I know I do have a number one. Um, I have a one A and a one B. My question is: Do you consider uh, like abilities you acquire in a game to be a weapon? Mm, no. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Like, we can do abilities. Vigors no. in Bioshock. No. Nope. Save that for something else. I mean, I guess that's good, but that's not really a weapon. That's a power. Okay. We'll Strike we'll, from the list. We'll, we'll do that next time. But I like where you're going with that. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to start off with my probably lowest one is the Gravity Hammer in Halo. Okay, that's cool. Yep, the gra- Gravity Hammer was sweet. What I remember the Gravity Hammer for is being able to deflect rockets with a perfect time. Right. And that was everything. Like, if you could do that, right. that was a huge cool. moment in multiplayer. <laughs> right. And it just, it's just really cool that they thought of that, you know... Right, that they thought of a weapon like that, and and put that kind of strategy behind it. So. And to be the first person to realize playing that, like you have the grab hammer, there's a rocket coming at yeah, you, you're just like I'm gonna swing it, at right. it, and then it deflects, right? Right. That that was a cool weapon. I'll give and it's that. the thing that everybody raced for when it became available, and then you just go on your killing spree with it. I liked so many Halo weapons, right? I don't right. have any on this list. I didn't even think about that, but. Um, I dare I say, even after they made it super powerful, the Needler was cool. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, good pick. What's your next one? Uh, portal Gun from Portal. I, did, I didn't have that on this list. I was thinking about that today. I will agree completely with that. Um, yeah. It's not really a weapon, but you used it as a weapon. I was reading an article today. Do you remember the game Prey? Yep. How that was kind of almost Portal before Portal. They had right. a lot of like portal-y stuff in there. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, what is it? Chell is her name, is yeah. that right? Or yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Shell. If you as a Shell, C H E L L. So uh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't get. I mean, playing Portal for the first time, it was just kind of a game where you're like, this is this is a really simple idea, right? But to be able to program that and execute it right. has to be extremely complex, and for it to work as well as it did, right? It was self-aware. Um, I right. mean, yeah, and it was it was, it was a game unlike any other, and um, it made you use your head. You're like, oh, of course, right. you know, I can do this to right. get to this objective. But using the gun as a weapon, yep. uh, especially in two, um, yeah, it was just a really, I don't know, simplistic, ingenious mm-hmm. uh, concept that just was executed in my mind so well. Portal's huge, sure. I got you there. Um, plasma cutter, dead space. Yeah. your most basic weapon but when you would be able to do stasis and then use it like a scalpel right. yeah. on necromorphs <laughs> because what we're talking about is you'd be able to like slow down time and your plasma cutter was like your most simplistic weapon um and it had different firing modes yep so the plasma cutter it had like three lasers on right it. um and those lasers would project out and when you you could point like a ability stasis or whatever at an enemy and make them basically slow almost freeze in time and then at that point if i think if you hit r1 on the playstation um it would rotate the plasma cutter from vertical to horizontal right and depending on that you could either cut off their legs or their arms um or their head um and that was a really cool mechanic because it it made you think about how do i want to disable this enemy um and you could do it on the fly and it was cool to see the laser switch you know whenever you hit r1 or whatever um, that is a cool weapon. I yeah. don't know if it's top five. But this is our top. This, this is your list, your right? List. And I don't have top five. I have like six or seven. Oh, I have a bunch. I could go through. 
Um, the da, 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 da. what do I want to do next? I'm gonna say the Farsight XR20 from Perfect Dark. Um, I think that's the first time in a video game I remember being able to see and shoot through walls yep. at enemies. That was cool. So that's up there because I love playing Perfect mm-hmm. Dark and I love that gun. And then. <sighs> I'm just gonna name off a bunch. So many of my, my top one might be favorite. My top one I had as a Bioshock ability, but we're gonna save well, that. Just out of curiosity, what was it? Uh, Return to Sender and Infinite. It was the one where it was like a shield, but if you held on, it just sucked up the enemy's bullets. Oh, then and you, then you could throw them yeah, back, like Neo. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a runner-up to that was Shock Jockey, which was an electrical mm-hmm. bolt one. I have, and then at the top, I either have Yamoto from DMC4, which is Virgil's sword that you got, and then you could just do these crazy attacks with it. Like, okay. you never, you didn't have to hit your enemy. You could just <laughs> jump up in the air and press the attack button and be like, and you would just go crazy. on the other side of the screen and just hit the button a bunch of right. times, and then all your enemies would just, like, shatter. <laughs> and that uh, M490 Blackstorm from Mass Effect 2 and 3, which shot like uh singularity oh yeah oh and it just sucked everybody yep, into yep, it like a black hole gun right uh those are all awesome and then i have other ones um the shock rifle from unreal tournament i don't remember if you remember the... it just I do, or you shoot the secondary and it'd shoot out of like a little orb sure and then you could shoot that orb and it would explode uh the compound bow from the new term raider games because I love, uh, that's my favorite part about those games, is just using the bow and arrow for right. silent kills. And the Nikita Missile Launcher from MGS series. That was awesome. Yeah, man, I didn't even think about Metal Gear Solid. There's so many of them I'm missing there. But um, yeah, I'd say Gravity Hammer, Portal Gun, Plasma Cutter, the Farsight Rifle, and then probably the Mass Effect Singularity Launcher. Man, I, can't, I forgot Metal Gear. There's got to be. I mean, cool most of those guns are real. pretty real, right? Well, the Nikita missile, like you had the option of going into first person and guiding that. Yep, that was cool. Yeah, and then blow up or whatever. Yeah, we love making sound effects. Cool. Well, that's a good list. Mine in no particular order, with the exception of maybe number one. So Goldeneye, it was cool shooting Moonrakers. Okay, Golden Gun was cool. Those are just fun. I mean, nothing super crazy there but they were fond memories for me this is i wouldn't say it's my favorite or a favorite of mine but i know it's one that a lot of any gamer knows and that's a blue shell okay from yeah (laughs) from mario Mario kart uh it's really nobody's favorite right Right. but it's a necessary element to that game um when you see it it just creates destruction the way i interpreted it was our favorite not the best because mine are no way i feel the best weapons because there's things of like I'm doing yeah I'm doing right. like some of these are favorites to just iconic you right. know weapons or whatever um, the holy hand grenade from worms perfect the best best yeah that's probably the best weapon of that game <laughs> there's a lot of goofy there's ones there's a lot of but that one's pretty the good the banana bombs and banana stuff like bomb, that yeah. and there's just a thousand goofy ones in worms man I haven't played worms in so long I know it makes me want to play worms um, let's see here um earthworm jim's head (laughs) (laughs) expand on that uh just you could do crazy things with that um it was kind of more of a tool but i think you could whip people if i remember correctly or not people but what yeah maybe i I don't remember i just i loved the character of earthworm jim i would love a huge 
E3 or video game awards announcement. <laughs> you think he's coming back? That, uh, yeah, Earthworm Jim VR or just Earthworm Jim 4 or whatever the next one would be. Um, Earth- <laughs> Earthworm Jim was hilarious, and I like that he used his head and slapped stuff around for it. Um, the next one, I do believe, are just... I mean, I, I don't know that there's anything necessarily that cool about them. One is a real-life weapon, but they are iconic in video games. Uh, and that is the Doom BFG. What yeah, does that stand that's for? That's not a real big fucking gun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the Doom Chainsaw. Um, if, or anyone that has played the Doom that came out, I think, two, three years ago now, that was easily my game of the year that year. Um Everything was just absolutely visceral. It had a cool rock soundtrack, and you were just going through there. It boosted your adrenaline, and you were just in there just doing what Doom is all about, and that's just creating carnage. Um, And the Chainsaw and the BFG, of course, were huge parts of that. They have um, a massive place in video game history. Those are just iconic guns. Everyone knows uh, what the BFG is and, of course, the Doom Chainsaw. So those are big things for me. Um my two, my 1A, and my 1B, and I don't, I like them both for different reasons. I'm going to say, ah, this pains me to do this, the Cerebral Boar of Turok has right, got to be my 1B. And I think that's like the top of every video game list for best weapons. That was so cool. You just yeah. you, you fire this little Harry Potter snitch, right. and it goes, right. and you hear it Made like flying noise. around, yeah. and then you just hear it connect, and you right. just hear it. Eat, right. Just dispose of brains. And when I first brought this topic up, I think it was like episode three. <laughs> Kyle was in the kitchen making food very loudly, and he said cerebral war. Yeah, so that's funny. we both share that yeah. uh, uh, nope, affinity yeah, for that. Right. I mean, I, I just always how awesome was it to connect with that like right. you know and you're like you felt like you were you were sitting next to your buddy on the couch but you felt like his brains were getting scrambled right. and he was like oh no you got me um i just thought of this dumb side note south park 64 the, the cow launcher <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um i think it, that song would always come on and right. go i like to sing in the moon mm. and the june and then the cow would like pop right on your head that was so stupid that was awesome um but my absolute favorite uh video game weapon of all time i can't think of a more iconic video game weapon the master sword from the legend of zelda never played zelda don't know oh my god so that is like that's like another language when you say that i'm just like i'm not sure those words even make sense to me but um the master sword if you for some reason you're greg or you're just have never played i'm greg games <laughs> the master sword is link's uh most famous sword it's and i i guess i don't know this with absolute certainty but i would bet the farm it's in every zelda game um it's cool a lot of times it's a huge part of the game and sometimes what does it do? it's just a super powerful sword so in, num- in, the, in the very first uh, zelda you could when you had full life you could um you could i forget what buttons you press but it would you would slash and then the slash would like come out as a wave of energy and kill stuff but only if you had full life um in other Zelda games, it's just extremely, lame extremely powerful. What do you mean, sound? That was Yamoto like, from Devil May Cry Four. You just hit the button once, you do a thirteen hit would combo. Be somebody. no Yamoto if it weren't for the Master Sword. <laughs> um, and that's actually maybe there's some maybe some truth to that statement. But anyway, maybe. Um, but the cool thing about the Master Sword too is in some games they don't even like the last one, Breath of the Wild, that came out. That was a massive epic. Um, you know, 20, 30 years of history with Zelda. You could do that whole game and never even get the Master Sword. It was like almost a secret that you had to, um, you had to work kind of hard to get. And when you got it, 
it was cool. All the weapons in Breath of the Wild, they broke. So you could only use a sword for so long, and it would okay. break, and you'd have to get a new. The Master Sword would break, but it would heal itself in like two minutes. So, uh, And on top of that, it was extremely powerful. So you maybe might be out, be out of it for a little while, but then right. it would always heal. Um, so there's always something that makes it extra special to have pick up the Master Sword. It's usually... In most Zelda games, the sword you use at the end to, to you know, dispose of, of Ganon or whatever final boss. Um, yeah, we know we're missing thousands of more video game weapons out there. If right. you guys can think of any, I'm sure that you can. Yeah, let us know. Let us It'd know. be a fun thread yeah, to we, talk about. Yeah, we'd love to, love to hear. We'll get something started on the Facebook page. Um, but yeah, I think that's... What else? Can you think of any other weapons here that I'm... I mean, there's so many. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to think. Um, uh, plasma grenades and Halo... Yeah, stickies, stickies are great. Yep, stickies are awesome. Uh, what about? Did you ever play Unreal Tournament? Yeah, yeah. What was the? But I only played. I played one for like PS2, I think, and that was like the most right that I played. Yeah, that's probably the one I played the most. Um, uh, the Quake's rocket launchers are cool, right? Gears of War. I think of the chainsaw yeah. gun. That's a staple, right? right? Um, trying to think. Um, There's a lot of cool guns in. Uh, kill zone yeah there are some cool guns in but kill nothing zone. that really there's a lot of cool guns in resistance but nothing really spoke out to me that i remembered yeah the train resistance i forgot about that too um new spider-man game you know i was going to talk about that oh, yeah. out of time but uh, yeah i still have to talk about like god of war and stuff which i think i'm gonna give up on <laughs> there's, there's a lot of time actually a buddy at work nick phillips if you're listening thanks for listening i told him i would give him god of war so you can no longer Borrow my God of War. I know I you gave it back. It. Oh, you gotta give it back. Yeah, you gave it back. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you ever want to finish it, you're gonna have to wait till he's done now. Nope. Um, oh, duh. God of War, the Chains of Olympus. Oh, um, yeah. DLC. <laughs> what? <laughs> DLC. Oh, no. Uh, sorry. Did No, it was a new DLC that came out for God of War like a month ago. Uh, well, they did the new game plus. Right. All right. Um, that's what it was. Um, no, Chains of Olympus, a weapon. Is yeah. that a weapon or is that ability? No, that's, he has a weapon. He has the chains grafted to his arms. Well, I mean, the vigors are a part of you once you get them. Yeah, but, I mean, do you think they're a weapon? I mean, they're used as a weapon? I think they're vigors. I think that... They're vigors. You drink them, it's like a magic right. potion, right? Okay, fine. Then we're going to have to do an abilities <laughs> episode. We will do an abilities episode. Okay. Um so yeah, tell us what you think uh, the your favorite video game weapons are. Like Greg said, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, we'll start a thread on I mean, the social media. So many guns in Destiny too. Yeah, Destiny's got some cool ones too. Yeah, Destiny's just loaded. Well, right. And then you know you throw in a game like Borderlands, thousands oh, of yeah. weapons or whatever. Fuck. The list goes on and on and on. Right. Get at us. Uh, we're gonna shut it down. I think here for today. I did Quick, play Spider Man. Oh yeah, what do we got for listening? Uh, this one comes from my brother. big fan of the show uh why can't there be a decent star wars flight simulator video game ps4 has the vr and people have been calling for one since x-wing alliance um i know from experience because i lived with my brother when i was younger (laughs) uh, we played a lot of x-wing him more than me um i play i remember playing more of like rebel alliance uh rebel assault sorry stuff like that which was also first person um but that, like, X-Wing, and then it spawned off to, like, B-Wing, A-Wing, TIE Fighter, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then on Battlefront 2, there was the whole one, like, simulator level. I don't know if you ever played it. 
Um, no, not Battlefield. You never played ba- Battlefront Two. No. But there was a, a level where you know you were in. Uh, I believe it was an X-wing, and it was like you know sure. a flight simulator. Um, I, I don't have an answer to that. Uh, we were kind of talking about VR stuff. Um, I think he, he said that Ace Combat has like four missions available for VR. Um, I just don't think they're they're pushing a lot of money into VR stuff now. Um, those games were more focused for just regular TV. Yeah, um, I mean, but it, it looks like there's turning points with things like Borderlands Two coming out on VR now. Right. Um, I was gonna talk about a game I heard uh, called Astro Boy, which is getting really good reviews. Um, for the VR, but that's not like a first-person perspective. That's a third-person, and your head is like the camera, so you kind of control a character. But I, I just think VR is, it's still on the up and up. Yeah, I mean, there's there are a lot. I'm looking at a list. I know these aren't all flight simulators, but there are a ton of PSVR games. It's kind of reminds me maybe thing that sucks about it is it kind of reminds me of like when the Wii came out, how many Wii games there were, but a lot of companies right. were just like carnival games right. for Wii, you know, like there's a lot of stuff like that on the VR. Um, and there's probably a flight simulators that you just don't know about. Right. Um, I think it's just that maybe nobody has a VR yet. It's been out for such a long time. I think it's just going to have to take like maybe Borderlands 2 does it. Maybe that's going to be something that ropes a lot of people mm-hmm. in. You know, that's finally like a AAA title on VR that's going to push it. it it's just going to take one huge game to break the vr and make people go out and buy it and then developers are going to start pushing it right it's hard though too because it's a it's still a console landscape right and until i think the thing that could really push it is if playstation 5 or the next xbox or whatever this Comes. isn't going to happen but if vr is their main focus right right and that's not going to happen because it's just we're not there yet. Right. And um, that's why I was talking about this. You should look into Astro, Astro Bot. Astro Bot, yeah. Um, because uh, the reviews and the things I've heard and seen about it is like this is this is it. This is amazing because yeah. it's it's not pushing the first person view. It's a third person view in a VR world where you're controlling a character and essentially, like I said, your head is a camera where you're moving around and you're seeing things. Um, and then controlling a character in that environment. But also, too, like, where was the press on that? You know, like, you're just, it's not like that really right. made a ton of rounds. You're going to, if if you're going to have, like, a, a system seller for VR, it's going to have to make the rounds. It's right. going to have to be talked about. It's going to have to get hyped up and then, you know, being shown at game shows and stuff like that. Um, and there just really isn't anything like that right now. I mean, VR, VR is cool, but a lot of these games that come out, um, are more experiences, right? Five, 10 minute, right. 15 minute experiences. As right. That's what it was on battlefront two. It, right. it gave you like a 10 minute mission in right. an X wing. It was super awesome. It's but you just have like, Eve, you Eve can Valkyrie. make a whole game like that. Right. Eve Valkyrie is one right. though, right? That was like one of the first. Um, so it's just going to, it's going to take a while for VR to get wings. I, I think it's doing fine. I right. think it's doing better than they expected and it's not going anywhere. It's just, it's, it's going to be for the people that want to play VR and right. not for the mainstream. So, until All you can do is wait. It's a big game, and then it's going to be for the mainstream. All you can do is wait, Greg's brother. <laughs> <laughs> so our answer to your question is, we don't know. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a Star Wars X-Wing released for VR. That'd be awesome. That would be 
something that I would go out and buy a VR for. The cool thing is, though, so many people in the video game industry listen to this podcast. That right. That will likely be changing in the next. Uh, and if I get by the weekend, if I see good things weekends about end. Borderlands Two, the hardest part to be a VR is you don't have peripheral vision. It's just essentially mm. you're looking at a screen so close to your face, right. and you think it works. But then you go into that world and you don't have the peripheral vision. You still have to turn right. to see things, you know, that would be able to see in real life. So maybe if they modded the VR headset and made it a little more curved, wrapped around your face instead of just flat. I don't know. I think all VR headsets will eventually just look like Jordy LaForge's visor. Right. <laughs> It'll be awesome. You just pop it on and whatever. And there you go. Right. Any other viewer questions? Nope. That's it. That's it. Well, that was fun. That's we the did end it. of this. We did it. It's done. Next this one's is the last one we're doing. Next one's <laughs> big number 10. Big number 10. Wow. Uh, I'd like to thank all the international listeners. Yes, yes. Uh, Hello, Switzerland. Have you looked at the list? Yes. <laughs> you obviously <laughs> have. We have listeners in Iceland, oh, uh, Iceland, Britain, Kazakhstan, which I don't know if that's just like... Do we really? An IP bounce. We're just we're just killing it in in the Kazakhstan, uh, Iceland, home of geysers, volcanoes, hot springs, and lava fields. Did you just Google Iceland? Isn't that what you said? No, I thought you were pulling up the list from Podbean. Oh, I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to see. Maybe we need to start uh, throwing in some. Do you speak any other language? Does, do you are you assuming I do for any reason? No, I, I, I'm legitimately asking you. Uh, not really. No, no, no. I don't. No, I, I do speak some words. What is that? No, I don't. <laughs> not <laughs> well. Uh, what is the capital of Iceland? Uh, rhymes with starts with an H. Rhymes with Schmeckjavak. Hekljavak. <laughs> Reykjavik. Oh. Hello to our friends in Iceland and Kazakhstan and where else? I don't have the internet. Can you go on? It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're all friends. Thanks for listening. Thanks. That's super cool. Yep. Let us know what international questions you have and we'll internationally answer them. We'll try our best. We'll try our best. Let us know what the game situation is like in Iceland. Yeah, we'd love I'd to imagine hear. that you guys are probably a little behind. Isn't like uh, mostly Northern Europe uh, about a month behind the release dates i don't know i don't know it kind of ebbs and flows because i know some things they get early and some things they get late mm, i don't know ccp games a doing gunjack and pearl abyss out of iceland there you go icelandic.com company if you want to fly us out there to do a show in iceland we are willing oh my gosh well i'm afraid <laughs> to fly so go easy on that can't we if you want there? to get Nathaniel a boat yes. <laughs> and take him to Iceland, if somebody wants I will to fly. fly out you to can Iceland, go my boat. We'll do a show in Iceland, sure. Okay. Um, and that, that'll probably be, then it'll be like the hostel. Like right. We'll, it will be one of those. Iceland that, looks beautiful. Um, <laughs> we'll be one of those people that the rich people pay to torture. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach us and talk about any other things or other things, you can find us at Ready Fight Podcast on Gmail. Or Ready Fight Podcast at Gmail, Ready Fight Podcast on Facebook, or Ready Fight Pod at Twitter. Um, we've been neglecting all media out forms. I, I post usually dumb stuff on Facebook. We always say, oh, we'll post a link to this on Facebook and we'll Twitter. We'll post some stuff. We never do. Yeah, I just... never look at Twitter. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll do something. If there's anybody listening who wants to manage our social media accounts, let me know. For free. For free. No pay. <laughs> we don't get paid. Neither will you. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What? We don't get paid for this? I don't think so. Shit. A check's probably in the mail. Thank you for listening to the last Ready Fight podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Uh, until then, play some games. Goodbye. Watch don't watch Venom. Bye. <laughs>